In this episode of the 21st Century Classroom... Uh, I don't think a lot of people think that I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I have like a good connection with my teachers, they'll get to know me and realize that I hunt and fish and do a lot of outdoor stuff, but like the teachers that I'm not really like always with and I don't think they know like that I hunt and stuff. Whether for sport or subsistence, hunting is a big deal in Vermont, and doing it safely is an even bigger deal. During the COVID pandemic in Vermont, fishing and hunting license sales have taken off. Turkey hunting license sales increased by 26% for the recent start of the spring turkey season. Combination hunting and fishing licenses are up 24%. It seems like since the stay-at-home order, where our work, school, and social spheres got smaller, Vermonters have been heading outdoors to hunt. Not just adults, but whole families. Which brings us to two questions. One, what does it take for a young adult in Vermont to get a hunting license? And two, what do young Vermonters find so engaging about hunting? Especially as it's an activity they do with their families? Meet Henry. Um, my name is Henry Parent. I'm 13 years old and I go to Dorset School. Henry's a 7th grader in rural Dorset, Vermont, and he has a new interest in hunting. I kind of like it because you're just like, you're out in the woods, walking around. Then once you like get something or shoot something, then it's like... Tell me about the time that you shot an animal. Um, well, it was kind of cool because like you shoot and then when you see it go down, it's kind of like you feel relieved, like you didn't miss it and then you got it. Henry's also the son of returning podcast contributor and Vermont educator, Rachel Mark. Hello. And Rachel's here to tell you about Henry's emerging interest in hunting and her own experiences in a hunting family. I've been an educator in Vermont for 20 years, and it's taken me this long to realize how much learning takes place when young people earn their hunter safety certification. Students do a ton of work, both online and in person, to get certified to hunt. Now, let me tell you about my son. Henry loves to be outside. He is creative and adventurous, often building things outside or whittling objects from wood. He came to me about a year ago and asked if he could learn how to hunt. Among the people in our two extended families, only my father has any experience with hunting. But when we asked him, Henry's grandfather happily agreed to mentor him in small bird hunting. The next step was to find a hunter safety course in Vermont. What was it like to get a license to hunt? What Tell me about that process. Um, it was hard. I did the online course, where you, which you have to do a, a lot of reading, and there's this test, and... It takes a lot of time. What do you wish your teachers knew about you and your 
hunter training? Um, that it um that it takes a, a lot of reading, and it should count for like um like if you have to do reading at home. In 2019, the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department issued almost 71,000 hunting licenses. And of those licenses, 13% were obtained by Vermonters 18 years of age or younger. That works out to just under 9,000 young Vermont hunters. 9,000 young Vermonters who choose to complete the state's hunter education course. So how does that course work? The first half of the course is an interactive online class. Hello, Hunter, over here. Do you have any Blaze Orin? We can't see you very well. Spotting a hunter wearing all camo is hard. Try it yourself with the following clips. You have five seconds for each image. Units include know your firearms equipment, basic shooting skills, basic hunting skills, preparation and survival skills, be a responsible and ethical hunter. Materials include videos, quizzes, and interactive animations, and all are geared towards a sixth grade reading level. The online course as a whole is pass-fail. You must get 80% or better on the final exam, but the quizzes all feature unlimited retakes, or what we from the pre-digital era would refer to as open book. Now, the second half of the course takes place in person at locations around the state. They feature an outdoor shooting component along with a demonstration of tree stand safety, blood trailing, and a module on survival skills. And these in-person courses are all taught by volunteer educators. Volunteers like John Walker. Hello, my name's John Walker. I've worked at Tuttle uh, Middle School in South Burlington now for about seven years. I'm the enrichment teacher. On my free time, which I don't have much of, um, I am a hunter safety instructor for the state of Vermont. In order to become a volunteer, Walker had to go through the course himself. Then the other instructors checked off his skills against a master list. He's been teaching hunter safety now for four years. We usually have, you know, some kids who are young because there is no age limit, believe it or not, uh, a lower age limit. Um, hunting is a portion of it, but a large portion, portion of it is first aid, CPR, how to survive in the woods, what to carry with you in case you get lost, if you get hurt, um, you know, the basic first aid techniques so that you can um, save yourself or someone you're with. Um, because if people are in the woods and they're carrying a firearm, you want to be sure that they are trained in the correct way to handle them. We also give hands-on training for that. We walk through an obstacle course and we'll show them scenarios. We'll have fake deer, we'll have fake this, fake that. And they will point it out and you'll quickly say, stop, what, what do you do right now? And they'll either make a decision to uh, harvest the animal or no, it isn't safe, or there's a house behind there. Ooh, I see an orange vest off to the left. So they have to recognize that. And of course, there's another test to pass. It's a multiple choice test, and they have to get a passing score on that um, to go forward. Um, as long as they understand what to do and can show us under certain situations they know what they're doing, then we're fine. In 2020, across the state of Vermont, 
Educators and school communities have been wrestling with how exactly to implement proficiency-based education. And one of the major questions around proficiency-based education concerns assessment. It's one thing to get an A or a B, or 90%, 80% on a test, but what does that look like in the real world? Hunter education and certification specifically address proficiencies along with a valuable real-world component. We, we go through a complete compass uh, course with the kids, and, and I say the kids, the adults too. The adults also have to do it. And uh, we tell them how to build fires. We talk about the colors that you should wear in the woods, how you uh, recognize certain things. Like if you're out hunting, how do you recognize hypothermia? Now, very few schools require students to climb up into tree stands as part of the core curriculum, but what can we take away from Hunter Education about making learning engaging? Let's ask Rachel. Great question. Now, I'm an educator, not a hunter. I've never been through hunter safety before, but my hunch is that the real-world authenticity of the task, get certified to hunt, is what makes this so compelling to young Vermonters. Because there's a very clear goal to taking a hunter safety course. Get your license and be able to hunt. Everything that you are learning is going to be literally tested in the field. As a student, you're not sitting in a classroom wondering when you're going to use the skills. You're sitting in a classroom knowing you want to use the skills this coming weekend when you head out to the turkey blind, hoping to bag a big tom. You pass the course when you get 80% on the test and get your certification. And you're proficient in hunting when you successfully bring home the turkey bacon, so to speak. It's the job of schools and educators to support students as they gather information about their interests and think about how it might impact themselves, their world, and their future. Now, my next door neighbor, Liam, is also a certified Vermont hunter. My name's Liam Walsh. I'm 14. Uh, I don't think a lot of people think that I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I have like a good connection with my teachers, they'll get to know me and realize that I hunt and fish and do a lot of outdoor stuff. But like the teachers that I'm not really like always with, and I don't think they know like that I hunt and stuff. Mm. Well, I've always been in the outdoors, and then one of my friends really wanted me to get into it, so I just kind of followed him along on one of his hunts, and that got me hooked. How old were you when that happened? Uh, I want to say 12, I think. Okay, so like in 6th or 7th grade? Yep. And what was the class like? How would you describe it to other people? Um... You learn a lot, not only from the information, but from the experiences that they tell you about, because most of the people are hunters and have been around guns and stuff, so they have experiences that they taught us about, and like, I think that really helped. I took like a little thing online before like going into the um, classes so that I like knew some stuff, which I think helped, and that was, I don't know. It probably took me like an hour or two. Mm -hmm. I spread it out, but yeah, an hour or two. And then I also um, read, read a book on it about it. 
Was that required, or did you choose to do that? It wasn't required, but it was definitely nice to go into the class knowing stuff. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely nice to know, like, going into the class, like, some of the stuff about it. So I wouldn't say it was required, but it was, I'm happy I did it. Hmm. Has it influenced any of your thinking about careers or jobs? Definitely. Um, I want to be a uh, game warden when I get older now because I have so much fun outside and hunting and fishing. And I know the local game warden. He's talked to me a few times. Nothing bad, like he knows me by name now. Just like talk to me when I'm fishing. So that's something I definitely wanna do. What is it about Vermont's hunter safety courses that make them work for students? Are middle schoolers really up to the challenge? We asked our expert, John Walker. What, what I observe from the middle school uh, kids is that they are very aware and very up on all the material. When you tell them it's important if, and that they have a test at the end, they understand that because they are from middle school and they're used to having exams and multiple choice and so on. So they're very up on it. Um, they are honestly better than the adults in most cases. Um, they will know what's going on and they're taking it very seriously. But hunting is about more than online courses, certifications, and readings. It's also about family and community connection. Since Governor Scott closed schools and issued Vermont's stay-at-home order, I've noticed that Liam and his dad have been spending more time going out into the woods together. Whether it's for scouting potential hunting spots or actually getting into the woods for turkey hunting at the crack of dawn, they log some serious hours of time together. And they aren't alone. I myself am the child of an outdoorsman, and I recall heading outside with my father on many occasions. I'm quite sure he is part of the reason that I love being outdoors. As a young person, I did not love to fish, but I liked being outside with my dad. I would sometimes tag along with him to a local brook where I would sit on a large rock and read my book. I didn't even get a pole out myself, but I liked listening to the babbling brook and watching his line dip in and out of the water. It was like this wordless meditation and we got to experience that together. And other Vermont families have similar experiences. Yeah, sure. Uh, my full name is Pete Kelly. Uh, I was born and raised in Poultney, Vermont, and I call Bellows Falls home now. Um, I grew up in a farming family. So growing up where I did, by default, I just hunted the way my father and my grandfathers did. Um, on the same piece of property, the same farm, the same mountain, with the same types of uh, uh, weapons and methods. Um, it just was what they taught me because that's what they had always done. So for the first, you know, half of my life, probably more than that, the first 25 years or so, um, I just used the same methods that had been passed down through my generations. Turkey hunting is that way for me, not, not doing that growing up. I almost had to learn from scratch and actually... Um, even though I had got turkeys before, I never really got into the strategy aspect of it until my oldest son decided that that was something that he wanted to do. So um, I actually have three kids. Um, they all have in different methods found things that they enjoy about it. Um, some like to do certain aspects, some don't. Um, but it's a, it, it's a ton of fun to watch them learn and find their own passions. The challenge is that 
Um, I don't want to specifically just pass on my passion. Uh, there's something fulfilling about teaching something to someone that you know um, and, and passing it along and seeing them take enjoyment. Kelly remembers the process of getting his son certified to hunt because he was right there with him. Um, when he did it, my other two weren't old enough. Um, so I just took him. Um, 100% of my attention was on him. He was in a really great class. Um, the group is called, uh, oh, geez, something the sportsman's down just outside Brattleboro in Guilford. Um, they do an excellent job. And part of, part of what I loved is right in the beginning, they made it clear to the kids that it's not a reading test. It's not a writing mm -hmm. test. They're not grading their, their handwriting. Um, and if they have trouble with words or phrases or terms, they'll coach them through it. Their job is to make sure they'll be safe in the woods. And I, I looked around the room at that point and saw a lot of kids, to me, seemed like they, they breathed a sigh of relief at that point. It wasn't one more academic test to them. They just needed to prove that they could be safe. Uh, it was a really, really good experience. My son loved it. Um, we did the, the option where we took the at-home study course and then did a two-day event in the class as opposed to what I did when I was a kid, which was every night for about a week going to my local school library uh, to do it. So th they liked it. They enjoyed it. They felt uh, as though they accomplished something at the end. But some of the best lessons Kelly has learned about hunting have come directly from his children. Um, and my daughter doesn't even really hunt all that much. She really only likes to hunt turkeys. She doesn't spend a lot of time uh, after deer or anything else. Um, she doesn't fish a ton. But if you ask her about it, you can still see that she's, she's somewhat proud that she, she passed the course and, and got her card. As we live through this pandemic, we're realizing how much we value our relationships and bonds with other people. And it's important for young people to feel those roots and sense of belonging now more than ever. And the question for Vermont education has become, how do schools find a way to give students credit for the work they do out of school in becoming proficient? Not just the 9,000 young Vermonters who currently hold a hunting or fishing license, but the ones who learn to sew for a scouting badge, or the ones who can tell you exactly what your soil needs to make tomatoes grow and squash bugs vanish. Educators in Vermont and around the nation strive to make in-school time engaging and compelling and talk about igniting students' passion for learning. But shifting the lens of education in Vermont also requires knowing what our students are passionate about when they're not in the classroom. And why? Here's Liam again. Um, I would say it's definitely like a big thing to get your family on board with it. Like, I could not have, like, gotten a, my hunter safety or anything, my license, without my dad or, mo or mom there to, like, I don't know, bring me to everything, sign stuff. So it's definitely good to get your family on board. Mm-hmm. What do you like about hunting? Um, the thrill of it, you know. Um, it's also, like, super fun when I go out with my dad good bonding time. Tell me more about that bonding time. Um, well, I mean, we talk a lot because, you know, we're out there for quite some time each day, early in the morning, and it's really nice spending time with him um, outdoors and something that we both like doing now. So, in a way, it's a kind of a special connection that you have with your dad. Yeah, definitely. Because he goes with you. Yep, he goes with me.
This has been an episode of the 21st Century Classroom podcast of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education at the University of Vermont. This episode was produced by Audrey Homan and Rachel Mark with additional material from Life Ligeros. A huge thank you to Henry and Liam for sharing their stories with us, to hunting dad Pete Kelly for his reflections, and to hunter safety educator John Walker for his time and expertise. And thank you to the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department, especially Chris Saunders, for providing us with accurate statistics around young Vermonters and Vermont hunter education. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, and you can find out more about the Tarrant Institute by visiting tarrantinstitute.org.